Hey everyone, this is Talk Time with Elga, and today we have another incredible guest. Her name is Donna. She is an entrepreneur. Welcome, Donna, to the show. How are you doing today? I'm wonderful. I'm so thankful to be here. Oh, we are thankful to have you. So tell us, tell our viewers and our audience um, a little bit about yourself and what you do. So I am a small business owner. I own a company called Evolve Nutrition and Vitality that I started in 2016. After going through uh, three company mergers, I had worked for a company for 15 years and it sold. And in uh, six months, it sold twice. So I started my own business um, and I do nutrition with clients. I teach life balance. I have added on to that and I've added some different things to help people uh, find wellness. I myself am a two-time cancer survivor. Oh my God. And I, I was trying to find every diet there was to try to, I lost my thyroid and it's really hard to keep weight off. And I did Weight Watchers and Jenny Craig, you name it, I did it. And I had found a book called On Target Living, met the gentleman who wrote the book and actually met with him a couple of times. And I applied his principles to what I do with my clients. And I have, it's been wonderful for me and it's been wonderful for my clients because it's a way of living. And if you, wow. you eat a certain way, but you don't exercise or you exercise, but you don't sleep right, it affects your all over well-being. Right. So let's back up a little bit. So when I said to you, you know, it's amazing, not amazing um, that you had cancer, but it's amazing that you are a two-time survivor. Um, so first of all, I want to congratulate you for that because that is amazing. Thank you. Also, um, it's fascinating that after having it twice and um, being, you know, recovered and healed from cancer, that you had the strength to now build this company that is helping others. So first thing I, I, I'm sure our viewers are dying to know is um, after you went through the first and, and second round of cancer, um, you know, some people feel like giving up. What made you um, come to the decision of, of starting this type of business? I know that cancer led you into it. It did. Uh, but what gave you the strength? Because a lot of people just feel like giving up. Well, I think, you know, having the support of family really helped a lot. Um, and I also, I also think that I've always been somewhat um, strong-minded, <laughs> which I think <laughs> helps. And I, I knew that if I didn't make some changes in my life, I was burnt out. Um, I was raising two kids by myself and got adrenal fatigue. And part of that was from, you know, having the thyroid removed and, you know, being busy raising teenagers and working and all of that, that I knew I needed to make changes for myself. And when I did, it was surprising how it did affect my health and how taking care of myself showed me that I, you know, I could be stronger and I was, you know, feeling much better and I wanted to share this with other women and men that have gone through similar situations. Um, you know, they say having thyroid cancer is the good cancer. 
well, I had it at 18 and then I had it again at 37. I'm sorry. I don't think there's any good cancer. But oh my gosh. And how, how <laughs> like it, no, there definitely is not. And, um, me, myself going through epilepsy at 18, but I'm sure, um, like I am totally wondering, um, you know, at such a young age, uh, first of all, how did you even discover that you had it? My mom actually discovered that I had a lump on my neck and, um, they thought it was just a goiter and when they did the surgery and removed it they still weren't sure and then um they that was in 1980 um and at that time they would leave part of your thyroid thinking it would regenerate but because it was in my lymph nodes um looking back you know maybe we should have said no don't leave it but at the time um, that's what they did and when it came back it came back most likely because i it had been in my lymph nodes so um, when I was 36, I had to go in for radioactive iodine treatment for like three days and then stay away from my children for two weeks. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. That, that must have been a struggle. And at 36, um, how did you know it came back? Because I know a lot of our um, audience members and or a lot of people that I know, period, in general, uh, you know, they're like, how, how do you even discuss? when you have cancer, especially the thyroid, how did you even know it came back at 36? I was really tired and exhausted all the time. I had gone to the endocrinologist. I mean, I was under endocrinologist care through all of that. And I had passed the mark. They, you know, they tell you like after 10 years that you're, you're fine, mm -hmm. but I still was going once a year. And I told the doctor, I just was not feeling right. And they did some levels and a scan and my thyroid level had um, gone way up. So um, they did some other tests and then they determined that, you know, at that time they weren't going to do surgery. The best way was to do the radioactive iodine to make sure they got everything. And, wow. and that's what they did. So. Well, thank God that yes. um, you, it, you have surpassed it, but what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. And um, I just wanted to get into that a little bit because uh, thyroid, thyroid cancer sometimes is very difficult to discover, um, and especially at such a young age. So I definitely um, was interested in knowing that. But into your business, um, so if let's say somebody wanted to um, learn more about mindfulness and, and um, tell me a little bit about uh, more about um, how, I know you got into it because it's like I said, the cancer, but tell me a little bit about um, what kind of programs you offer. Sure. sure. How you do that for your clients. Sure. Um, actually, I offer an eight week power to feel your best class where I meet either with a group or with individuals on their own. Um, and now with COVID, we can do it even remotely. And it's teaching them um, how to eat, rest, and move. And there's no counting calories. It's just a change of habits in your life. Um, and it's after the eight weeks, most of them you know, are very uh, happy with the changes that they've made. And they, they say they feel much better, they have more energy. At the last part of the of the meetings, I usually try to go through their kitchen cabinets, go to the market with them, so that they're making better choices. So because what you eat should be more of a source. So for example, um, you know you can eat an apple, 
or you can eat applesauce, but you're better off eating the apple because that's right. more from the ground and, um, you know, healthier for you. And it's about those type of choices. And you don't have to make those choices every, every single day. But if you make those choices 80% of the time, your health will improve. Just like if you get seven to eight hours of sleep and you have, you know, a time of rest and shutting your brain off. I mean, right now, I know a lot of people that are full of anxiety, stress. If you're working at home, you're on a computer all day. You need to shut the brain off and just relax. And I've been teaching mindfulness as part of the eight weeks, and it has made a difference with a lot of people. Yes, um, and 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 because I do similar to what you do, um, very into the mind. And um, this month is Mental uh, Health Awareness Month. I definitely agree with you with the mindfulness uh, aspect of it. Um, now, through the COVID nineteen, how was your transitioning from? How did you find the transitioning from having it from an actual? office to online was it an easy transition for you or um it, it actually was not <laughs> no it was not it, i mean I've, I've adjusted to it i'm a very social person mm -hmm. and i like to be able to be with people it's you know but at the same time um you adapt you adapt and you try to make it work in in the best way for your clients and for yourself but the other part of my business um which we haven't discussed yet I had very bad hair loss after mm -hmm. losing my thyroid and I opened a boutique with wigs and I worked with a lot of women um, that have either had thyroid, uh, can cancer of the breast, um, alopecia, and I do one-on-one -on -one, you know, consultation with women on this. I have over 60 wigs in my boutique but in the conversation, it always comes up about nutrition, you know, sleep, stress. Yes. And so a lot of these women that have come in for, for a wig, we end up addressing a lot of other issues. I also have a line of essential oils and I just took on a brand new line of um, cosmetics and skincare that are very safe. They're toxin free. Um, and there aren't too many toxin free, free lines in the United States because the United States doesn't really uh, do a lot of We're not toxin free. <laughs> no, we're not at all. Unfortunately, at all. we're not. No, Europe is, Europe is, but the, in, in the United States, um, they've only banned 11, 11 chemicals from cosmetics, where in Europe, they have banned over 1300. So wow, you have I didn't to even know that. That is yes. really interesting stuff. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Um, so for your wig line, because that I'm I'm a person who struggles with that, especially because of how much medication I take monthly right. for my epilepsy. Um, your wigs. Now, do you um, custom make them? So if I came into your boutique and I, you know, wanted a consultation, or is it real hair? Do you order? I have, I have a variety. Um, I have five different manufacturers that I work with. I do have some real hair. I have synthetic hair. I actually have um, some synthetic 
hair with a mix of real hair so that you can still style with a heating unit and you know use it like you normally would with your own hair. I did a lot of research on this because I had a very unfortunate situation with myself when I needed a wig. And I went and I bought a wig from a wig store and the owner didn't wear a wig. So when I kept telling her it felt loose and it didn't feel right, mm -hmm. she kept telling me it was in my head. And I went dancing with my partner and another couple and a person banged into me and my wig went flying up into the air and onto the ground like a squirrel. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> so after that, I started researching. And this is how, how I ended up bringing that line on. And what's been interesting is all the lines that I have brought on with my business really help a person who's either going through, you know, cancer recovery or dealing with stress issues or menopause or, you know, just not being able to find balance in their life. And I think they all kind of help. It's, it's, they all help each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we all need more people like you because definitely, you know, we want to, even if we uh, are going through something or we're sick, you know, we all want to feel beautiful. You know, yeah. I teach my clients uh, when we talk about, you know, depression and different things like that. One of the first things that I teach is to, even if you don't feel like it in the morning or you're not going anywhere, get dressed up and put on makeup and take a I agree. I agree. Even with this COVID every day, I'm yes. up, dress, makeup, and because it helps you feel better about who you are. Yes. Yes. And it makes you feel like, you know, you look in the mirror and you're like, wow, you know, I look good again, even if you're not even going anywhere. Right. So it's amazing that there's people who are going through so many things. We need more boutiques like you in more areas to where um, people could uh, you know, have them come in and, and make them feel good. And so definitely, I think that that is amazing. Now, I personally, I have quite a few wigs. Uh, I, I love using wigs, but I had, a, I have had, I mean, I didn't have a wig that fell off in front of everyone, but I, I have had similar situations to where, you know, I feel like it's falling off and I feel like it's not comfortable. So I've had to put in bobby pins and all of that stuff. Um, so what, when you did the research on on mm -hmm. finding the right wigs, um, what makes the manufacturer or even your wigs different than the where you got yours from originally? I, I think that it, what the difference is, is that teaching the person how to feel comfortable putting it on, how to adjust it. And also they've come out with a lot of new things like you know they used to be you just put a wig cap on and then you put the wig over that now they have these headbands that yeah, they clip. yeah. Mm -hmm. and then you you put your wig on and it, it doesn't slide it doesn't move it feels like your own hair after a while you know um the first time you put a wig on i in fact i just had a woman i don't know a couple of months ago that sent me a nice card and said that you know she'd bought a wig before the holidays nobody knew she had a wig on where she had bought wigs before online and everybody knew she had a wig. So she asked me for business cards because I do a free consultation. You know, you come in and you sit and you talk and you don't talk just about your wig. You talk about, you know, how you got to that point, why health, all of that. You're comfortable. 
Right. And I don't have the right style that you want. I have four different catalogs. We'll bring one in. I have all the different colors. I take the time to, you know, go over what is best for you because I've been through it and it's, 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 it's a tough thing. It's a really tough thing. Donna, in case somebody has not told you before, you are absolutely incredible and amazing for what you do. And um, I totally agree. It, you know, you can't possibly, it, it's difficult for someone to understand what someone is going through unless right. you've gone through it. It's like, how can you sit and talk about or give someone advice about divorce if you've never been divorced? Right. You know, I mean, you could if you wanted to, but the same feelings and right. what somebody has gone through, it's really hard to relate if you haven't actually gone through it. I agree. Um, so if uh, I have audience and, and audience uh, um, listeners from all over the world. So um, if they wanted to, let's say they're going through something that you're going through and and they want to open up a business and they're feeling down and out and they don't even know where to start. Uh, what advice would you give them? And what, if there's something that you could have told your past self, um, is there anything that you would have told your past self to change something about your future or today? Yeah, I think, uh, I think I would tell my past self that first of all, not to be so hard on myself because I tend to be, you know, I tended to grow up to be somewhat of a perfectionist. I think that mm -hmm. comes from being the oldest of four children <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and a part of a big family. And I also think women are harder on themselves yes. and men can just kind of let things go a little bit easier than we can where the nurture is, the caretakers. Um, and I, I would also say, just go for it go for it. If it's something you're passionate about and that you really think you can make a difference, then put it, put it your all into it. I mean, it's taken a lot for me to do this. It really has, but, but the reward is really, and I'm not talking financial reward because really it's tough, but at the same time to see somebody else feel good about themselves. Um, oh yeah. There's no greater feeling. No. I mean, I have a, I have a couple of Facebook pages and one is from my business, Evolve Nutrition and Vitality. The other uh, one is called Making You Beautiful Inside and Out because that you need to make take care of your insides and your outsides to to be beautiful, to feel beautiful. And and my other one is Wigs and Wellness, and I I'll be I'm just launching that one because of COVID. I needed to have an online presence with my wig business where before it was just you know you could just come into the boutique. So I'll be launching that one too. And all of those things help to build a community. Yes, that is absolutely amazing. That's how I, that's how I found you. Yes, yes, it is. And I'm so blessed. I thank God every day that you found me and that I found you and we found each other because uh, not only, you know, will we be doing this project, but I can foresee so many other projects in the future. I, I agree. Have you ever thought of um, possibly being a franchise and, or, or if somebody came to you and um, wanted to open up, let's say a boutique and I don't know, someone out there wanted to open one in Florida or uh, Washington, 
Is it something, would you teach someone how to do it? Have you ever thought of doing a franchise? I, or hadn't, I hadn't thought about doing a franchise, but I, I would not hesitate to help another woman who wants to do something like this and make a change and make and do something that's gonna help other people. I think if COVID has taught anything to all any of us, it's that life is precious and the people you love are precious and you know, you need to take care of each other. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree. And I think that um, it also, uh, for me, it has taught me um, to be more compassionate towards yep. other people. And that really at the end of the day, it's not about the money. No. Um, really at the end of the day, we're all human and we're all going through something. And it's really about helping each other. How can we help the other person to lift each other up and, um, you know, paying it forward because right. right now we're all, all of us are in this together globally, uh, and we're all going through something, whether it's finances or emotional or whatever it is that we're going through. And it's really important. And I completely agree with you that it is about, um, loving one another more and seeing each other in the eyes of God rather than seeing each other as competition. I agree. You know I agree. how I started the podcast, which was right. just that just happened to start. Um, but I agree with you. What what would be um, th three for someone who is 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 struggling with cancer or anything um, through this whole COVID nineteen um, and may not be as strong as you or I mentally, or may not have the family around them, um, what would be three things that you would tell them? I would tell them that there's so many resources to help them. They need to look for them. I mean, when I think back to when I was 18, I don't think, I mean, I'm 58 now. There weren't as many resources back then for a pediatric 18-year-old going through cancer. Now there is tons of resources. You have resources at your fingertips online. You reach out to friends. Don't feel uncomfortable about making a phone call to someone and saying you need help. Um, try to get outside in nature. I, I, I just think that changes your how you think about things, helps you to just kind of take the focus off yourself try to find something that you're passionate about. Um, something that brings you joy. Some could be something little, could be, you know, um, taking a walk. It could be quilting. It could be sewing. It could be dancing. It could be dancing. Whatever. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, yeah, find something that brings you joy. And don't be afraid to say that you're hurting to someone. Because yeah. I, what you'll find out is when you start sharing, they're going to share back with you. Um, it's happened to me in my boutique so many times. Um, you know, I lost my mom a year and a half ago. And, I'm so sorry. And I've had so many women that have come in and, and we just start chit-chatting and talking. And then they'll ask about, you know, your mom and dad or because, or, you know, in, at this age in your 50s, you kind of are at the sandwich you're taking care of elderly parents and you have adult children that you're still very involved in and sometimes you have grandchildren. 
So you're still a caretaker no matter what. And I find so many women that come in and some of them are just totally worn out, totally worn out. But when they, when you start sharing stories with them about what you do to get over being worn out and to take care of yourself, you need to, you need to fill yourself if you want to fill others. I, I totally agree. And um, that is, is great advice. And I give that, you and I think a lot alike, I give that advice all the time. As you know, I'm very motivational. And I believe that um, you think, you become what you think. And so it's very important for us to constantly be thinking of good. And right now it's difficult and we're in a diff difficult part of our lives, but I agree with you. And uh, my, my mother, I was, I, I don't want to say fortunate, but my mother lost her mother at the age of my grandmother was 34. And when she died of breast oh, cancer, that's awful. And my mom was 14. And um, throughout my life, my mom, my mom is incredible. And she has taught me so many things. But I believe that one of the biggest things that my mom has taught me is um, because her mother died so young, mm. that life is so precious. It is. I mean, she wrote journals and journals for my brother and I. And, you know, uh, because my grandmother died so quickly, she mm -hmm. died within six months. And they didn't even tell, they told my mom that she had a stomach virus. And yes. Um, yeah, unfortunately, the it, big C, yeah, <laughs> they didn't and, share. And, and in those days, it was like taboo, and nobody yeah. really knew how fast. So she wasn't able to go to the hospital. She wasn't able to say goodbye, nothing. Um, and I, I can't even imagine. But um, again, not only did she teach me so much faith, but she taught me um, how precious it is so yeah. and not to take anybody for granted so even when I meet someone on the street it's like if I've known them for a hundred years because right. the value you know we I learn from my children every day I learn from everyone it, and so I value any type of time that I have with anyone and anything that I can possibly learn from everybody and I feel like if we all realize sometimes you know and we all do this we're um, all at fault for kind of uh, taking life for granted. And I agree. If we, if we really just took in the day instead of worrying about the past or if, who did us wrong or what happened or whatever, and we just took in that moment and that day, like you and I talking right now, just taking in this moment and enjoying having a conversation with you and sharing with so many other people. And hopefully uh, we both can teach you know, everyone something out of this talk, which I know we will. Um, before we wrap this up, Donna, I, I really um, want to know for you, um, what is one of the uh, best accomplishments that you would say that you have accomplished in your life? Wow. Well, I wouldn't even say it's my business. I would say it's my two children. <laughs> That's my biggest, I've always said that. My two children, um, they've been my biggest cheerleaders. Um, they're, they're two young adults who have, you know, had it kind of tough because I got divorced when they were teenagers. And they have stayed close to family and they have grown into um, wonderful people. And they are, 
loving and kind and and they're there they're there for me and from you know my dad and for our family and and they're like my legacy you know i see them going through their life and trying to make a life and be the right do the right thing be a good person and if i could say that's that's what i feel my biggest accomplishment is. yes i'm really proud of what i've done with my business and what i am trying to do and what i'm trying to accomplish but i'm thankful that even through what i went through with raising two kids and you know being somewhat alone during the teenage years that they turned out okay and they're ha happy and healthy well they have an amazing mother so oh, I have to start off by saying that um, they have an absolutely amazing mother, a great example. Um, besides all of the business and all of that aside, uh, I would have to agree with you. Um, my biggest accomp accomplishment as well is my children. Yeah. And, um, I think that, you know, through everything, we just continue to keep paying it forward. But um, before we wrap it up, I really want people to be able to reach you, Donna. So sure. Please tell um, our viewers and our audience members and everybody, um, listeners out there, how they can get in touch with you. Sure. Um, I have a website and it's www.evolvenutritionvitality.com. Um, you can also find me on Facebook under Evolve Nutrition and Vitality, uh, making you beautiful inside and out. And wigs and wellness i have three different facebook pages and the wigs and wellness is being launched this week so um and also my email and it's donna dot evolve nutrition at gmail.com and i will gladly answer any questions even if you're not in my area i'll help you in any way i can and even guide you to someone in your area Thank you so much, Donna. You have been Thank amazing. you for this opportunity. Of Thank course, you. Of course. Of course. And you guys have got to reach out to her. She is absolutely incredible. Thank you so much for listening to all of you viewers out there and everyone listening. This has been another amazing and great show. I hope everyone out there has a blessed day. And this was Talk Time with Elga.